0: Welcome to Preaching Into the Mirror. I'm Sharmani Kumar. Each week I'm spending time in some of the stories of Jesus, according to the gospel readings of the revised common lectionary, if that means anything to you. And I'm preaching the sermon that I think I most need to hear. You can't tell, but I look myself in the eye while I'm preaching via a mirror. You're welcome to eavesdrop. This week's passage is John six, fifty-six to sixty-nine. And I'm I'm actually not sh- sure that I fully understand why people had a hard time with what Jesus was saying, to be honest. I mean, I get that Jesus didn't seem to take it personally, um, but I'm not always entirely sure what it was about what Jesus was saying that made it, that made some people not want to pick up what he was putting down. But some people complained and some people turned back. And some people, like Peter the Apostle, were like, well, we're not going anywhere because where else would we go? I'm not sure I fully understand, but I do think I recognise all of those responses. I think I recognise all of those responses because I've had all of them. I think I keep having all of them sometimes in rapid succession and sometimes even all at the same time because yes, I do complain. I complain a lot. I complain a lot about a lot of things, including about the difficulties in following Jesus. And I also turn back. Probably a hundred times a day I turn back. I decide consciously or subconsciously that it's too hard and I can't do it anymore. That's assuming I ever could in the first place, I guess. And yet, sometimes, sometimes, sometimes I know, like Peter did, that abiding in Jesus is my best option. Sometimes I know, like Peter did, that abiding in Jesus is my only option. Because it's the place where I have found the words of eternal life. That's what Peter said. And I don't I don't entirely know what that means. I'm not sure exactly what Peter means when he tells Jesus You alone have the words of eternal life. It sounds a little bit like a magic spell. It sounds a little bit like a secret. It it seems to connect to Jesus being the word, the logic, the expression of God. But the words, those words, that Jesus alone has words of eternal life, that phrase seems to settle in me. And when I relax, they feel right. It feels right to affirm that Jesus has the words of eternal life. It feels right to trust that. It feels right to abide in that. So I'm I'm going to try not to be tempted away by the doubt and the fear that have me complaining or turning back. Because somewhere inside I know that Jesus has the words of eternal life. I know that Jesus is about life. And it's a kind of life that I want to have. And so I'm learning to trust in that life. In Jesus. In Jesus' words of eternal life. Amen.